0: Hello. Welcome back to our study of the Dhammapada. Today we continue on with verse number five, which goes, "Nahi ve Verani na ve rani samanti dhakudacanang avere na ca samanti esadhammo sanantanu, which means, "Not indeed through enmity is enmity appeased." Not here or anywhere it is appeased through non-enmity. This is an eternal truth. This teaching was given in regards to a famous story, another f- famous one, uh, about two women who got very much caught up in a cycle of enmity or revenge and would never have gotten out if it weren't for the teaching of the Buddha. This is the our understanding. These two women were married to the same man, and one of them was barren, the other one was fertile, and the fertile woman got pregnant three times, and each time the barren woman, being afraid of the, uh, being, being left out or being cast aside, uh, caused an abortion in the fertile woman, slipping some kind of medicine into her food. And the third time, the woman the woman actually died as a result of the abortion. And while she was dying, she cursed the um, her murderer, uh, saying, vowing revenge, vowing to come back someday and uh, pay the the uh, pay revenge on uh, for for the for this uh, evil deed. And she died and the woman who killed her, or who, who caused the abortion was beaten by her husband uh, for the for, for being such an evil person and so on, and her husband was a fairly rough person I guess and uh, died as a result as well, Was got sick was beaten to the point where she got so sick she, she died and was born in the same house as a hen a female chicken and so happened that the woman who, was, uh, who died from the abortion was born in the same house as a cat. So you can see where this is going. The hen laid eggs and the chicks hatched and the cat came along and ate the chicks three times. And the third time actually ate the chicken as well or killed the, the chicken as well. The chicken died and was born as a leopard. The cat died and was born as a deer. And uh, the leopard came, and you know, they, they 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 were well familiar with each other at this point. The leopard came and ate the the, the doe, the deer's uh, fawns, and the third time uh, ate or killed the, the 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 doe as well. The doe came back each time, vowing revenge. You know the person who who was killed would each time keep it in their mind. When the hen was dying, she said, "I, you've done this." to me three times now one day I'm going to come back and indeed she came back and, and the, the deer are the same and the deer came back as an ogre and this is uh, the woman who was who, who had had died from the abortion and made a vow to come back to, to eat this woman's children died and was born as an ogre and the uh, leopard was born as a woman uh, an ordinary woman living near I believe in Sawati uh, this city, the great city, in the time of the Buddha. And twice this ogre, an ogre is like an evil spirit uh, that eats your children. Uh, again, I, I, this this part of the story I don't vouch for the idea that there could be ogre eating ch- or children eating ogres, um, twenty five hundred years ago seems to me a little bit far fetched. Uh, so it may just have been a a, a woman. Who was a cannibal or something? It may have just been, uh, you know, whatever it was, because these things do happen. Uh, even in in our life, there are people who eat, who eat other people, who kill and murder them, and so on. There are terrible things that happen in this world. So I don't I don't disbelieve that. This is just you know an extraordinary example. But but that it was an ogre. Well, okay, I, I, it, it's not so important because it doesn't affect this, the the uh, the moral of the story at all, really. But let's go, go along with it. It was a, an ogre. And ate this woman's children twice. And the third time, the woman saw her coming and ran. And uh, how it happened was the third time, the woman left with her husband and said, we've got to get away from this. This is like, you know, every, every lifetime we're in the cycle of revenge. And so she ran away. And the ogre chased after her. And found her uh, near, near, uh, near Jetavana. Uh, which is the the monastery of the Buddha near Savati and they were bathing she and her husband were bathing in the pool outside and and, uh, her husband went to bathe and she was holding her child and then she turned and saw there was the ogre coming and right away they recognized each other and she knew right away who this was it was like they had this bond and so the woman ran into Jetavana, and the Buddha at that time at that moment was giving a talk to the to a large group of people, his followers, and so she ran right up to the Buddha and dropped her son at the Buddha's feet and said, "Here's my child. Please protect him. Save his life." And uh, fortunately, the angels of of the that, that guarded Jetavana at the time uh, didn't let the ogre in. And they they have power over it, and spirits go and go like this. I mean, the idea that there might be evil spirits doesn't really faze me. The idea that they might eat your children is a little bit, as I said, far-fetched. But okay, so there was a contact and this evil spirit wasn't allowed in. And uh, until the Buddha called, told Ananda, his his attendant, to go and bring in the ogre, uh, to to, to invite her in. And the Buddha said, what are you doing? He said, how can you, you know, do do, do you not realize where this is headed? here? Now, three lifetimes you've been, you haven't been the, aggressor every time you, know, you, you can't hope to possibly uh, win every time and, and you're creating a cycle of revenge and he said if you didn't come and find me if you didn't have someone here to, to explain to you the, the problem uh, inherent in this sort of behavior you would have continued on like this forever and then he said his verse um, this verse that goes not by enmity is enmity appeased uh, not here nor anywhere but only by non-enmity is enmity appeased. This is an eternal truth. And just by, by waking them up and explaining it to them in this way, he was able to uh, help them to overcome it. And actually the ogre you know, was able to let go. Now, why I think this, is a, a good lesson, this has a good lesson for us. Um, because it, it's part of this helping us to open up uh, and see the bigger picture and see where we're leading ourselves and where our minds are taking us, that every act that we do does have an effect on our minds and or can have, potentially have an effect on our mind if we cling to it. You know, there's obviously some incredible clinging going on here, this incredible clinging to revenge. This person hurt me, as I said in the other verses, we have here, kochi manga vaddi manga me, he hit me, he beat me, he hurt me, and so on. When we think like that, it, it, it builds up in our mind. And this, in this story, we see an example of, of the result and the consequences. It's not only in this life. And this is something that we obviously um, lose sight of, mo, mo, for the most part, in this world. Because we think of things only in terms of this one life. And so we think of in terms of getting ahead. You know, we think of getting the better You talk about the dog-eat-dog world, uh, and how if you can get the better of other people and come out on top, and so on, so that by the time you're in your middle age, you've got money and you've got power and you've got influence and you've got stability, that somehow you've you've achieved something, you've won in that sense. Uh, If you can do it morally and great, if you can't, it's not really important because, uh, in the end, you're going to die anyway. So better to, to get the better of other people. And I think most of us in this world, or the majority of people in this world, do partake of this in, to some extent. We, we don't mind so much getting the better of other people. You know, we, in business, we don't mind cheating other people, we don't mind um, conning other people and so on, we don't mind trying to get the better of people and, and getting their money and so on, it's just so long as we can somehow come out on top or we can get something good for ourselves at the time. And uh, I think this is, we, we, here we have a really good example of these two women who are trying to uh, secure a, uh, a happiness for themselves against their rival, this woman who was jealous of the woman who, who, was, uh, who, who was fertile. Um, but the, 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 the point is, is we, we have in common with all of our feuds is that it, it carries on and it, it's really quite easy to see, and this is why it's really quite easy to understand. It, it, it's, it's funny to see so many people having trouble with the idea that the mind might continue on. We're building up an incredible um, power or an incredible uh, energy through our deeds. People who cling, people who who build up this cycle of revenge, who have quarrels with other people, who fight and dispute and hurt and, and harm others and and... and fight and, and are victorious even over other people they build up this incredible energy in their mind that drags them down and actually puts them in the place of the victim in the, in the future as a result of the defilement of the mind because defilement is as I've said it, the problem with it is that it, it drags your mind down it it, it defiles it soils, it sullies the mind it, it, it uh, hurts you it takes away your ability to function it cripples you so the reason why we're in these unpleasant states is because of our crippled mind in the past. When a person comes out on top, they've, they've developed all this clinging and all this, this uh, evil in their mind. And you know, Even though they might have great luxury and power externally, it drags them down. And, and if they don't use their power in a good way, it will, it will drag them down and, and, you know, and the cycle of revenge will continue. Our inability to see beyond one life leads us to, this is something I've said, it, it it doesn't really matter whether the mind does continue on. You can see the difference in our beliefs. If you believe that at, at death something stops and, and that's it and you don't have to go on, then it really doesn't matter what you do. And... Uh, we, we can see how that's, the effect that that's happening on the world, that we're, de- it's deteriorating and we're depleting our resources. You know, mm-hmm. the depletion of resources, well, who cares? I mean, when I die, that's it, right? Well, wrong, really. I mean, the, the, the effect of the, of your mind states and the greed that's in your mind alone is something that'll last eons mm-hmm. because of our attachment and our clinging. Um, on the other hand, if you understand life after, if you understand, or let's say if you believe, if it's, if we think of it in parallel in terms of belief, that the mind doesn't stop and and this uh, experience continues on and, and and works itself out, so the energy that we build up through our actions uh, has eventually to bring consequences. Then. How, do you really think? Do you think it's possible you would go to war? Do you think it's possible you would, um, you know, cling to things? Or, or if you really believe this, would you ever have any reason to build up and to try to find pleasure in the here and now? To, to, to try to, um, you know, to become addicted to things and to um, reach to to crave for things or to um, run after ephemeral pleasures. You'd have no reason to. If you understand this, you really, when you look, when you sit back and think about it, you think, you know, this is really, whatever I get in this world, whatever I achieve, whatever I accomplish, if I become rich, if I become famous, it's meaningless. And in the end, it's quite, um, quite um, um, uh, inconsequential, because it, it lasts for a moment and then it's gone. And this is the idea that it, it, it will be gone, that everything does cease. And, and the evil that we do now will drag us down and, and, and bring evil unto us. So this is something that helps us to see um, the true nature of reality. And it answers a lot of questions in regards to why people are victims, why people suffer, why people are in a place, in a position... Of, uh, of, of, of great inequality where some people are very rich some people are very poor and so on uh, we can see that there are these waves and a person who is rich now may be poor in the next life depending on the state of their mind really if a rich person is very generous then there's no reason if, if they use their power and their influence in the right way then you can see that this is something that is going to, be, to last because their mind is powerful their mind is strong, they're sure of themselves, and they have this great charge of, of, of good energy, which will come back to them. You know, obviously, it's something that you can feel. A person who does good deeds uh, is able to hold their head up. They, they're able to sit up tall, and they don't, uh, they don't shrink down. Uh, they don't, uh, there, there's no, none of this clinging that, that drags them down, and actually drags them to hell something that lifts them up and makes them feel light and makes them feel free from guilt and so on so uh, this helps us this lesson is in regards to helping us to give up our, uh, our quarrels because any kind of victory that we could gain is uh, ephemeral is temporary and it only um, encourages more and more quarreling more and more enmity as the person who is defeated Um, unless they can somehow give up, unless one of us can in the end let go, then they will surely seek revenge. Uh, Regardless of whether they seek revenge, the evil that we have done will drag us down and drag us down to a state of suffering and and stress and, and so on. So that's the lesson here. This is verse number five. Thanks for tuning in and all the best.